Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Best Lab Cafe. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning. I always want to say What's good happening? morning to you, right? Yeah, I always want to be like, oh, good morning before I say anything to you. But, you know, uh, side note, we do chat for minutes before the show, before this goes on air. So we've already said our good mornings and how much we miss each other. And last night, uh, Carrie and I FaceTimed, and as soon as she saw my face, she started crying. (laughs) I did. I could cry right now again just thinking about it. Right, and I like, you know. I, I just really realize, like, the connection, you know, like, the human connection is, is really lost right now. And I think that that is so sad and unfortunate. And, you know, I mean, I yeah, don't know. The, so like, it's just, it just sucks. It, it does suck. And, and I told you I'm emotional today, too. And I think that all of us, you know, um, like every human being on the planet right now, even the ones who are actually out in the boondocks, you know, we're all so affected by what's been happening in our world that there's no, the energy and, you know, I'm an energy girl, so the energy is heightened for one. And that mm-hmm. keeps you sort of more emotional. And I think we go through a lot of stages and, and I posted on my Facebook the other day, I don't know if you saw it, it was like the eight stages of quarantine with Britney Spears pictures throughout. And it showed, you know, oh God, stage one where you're just like this beauty, like selfie, and stage two, you're exercising at home, and stage three, you're like cool, sitting on your bed, watching Netflix, chilling. And then four gets, you know, you're emotionally crying. And then five, you're like smoking a cigarette like Angelina Jolie. And like six, you're like eating Cheetos and an ice cream cone, you know, trying to think. And then eight was like cutting your hair. And nine was like beating people with an umbrella. And it was like, I was belly laughing so hard because the reality is, and I'm here to attest that there are stages to this and I am going through them. And side back to the the start of our show is, you know, it's called Unprepared and How to Find Hope. Because honestly, Carrie, I'm as lost as everybody, and I know you are too, but your emergency preparedness is your jam. That's what you do. And I know you have been so screaming busy for the last probably six months since fires and everything else happened. And so how could we have prepared for something like this? Like what could we have done outside of the normal, like everybody have three days in your life, you know, cause this is, this is unprecedented. So I just need to preface by saying this is in no way, shape or form. I told you so like what I'm going to say, like, I swear to you, it's not, it's just, um, I think I just want to set the record straight there. Cause <laughs> Anyway, um, I think that what we could have done, sorry, my ear thing just came out. I think what we could have done is really heed the warning of no matter what, be prepared for two weeks. Because, like, when I Mm -hmm. talk to my people, Mm -hmm. it's like three days is, you know, like, basically, like, you can make an emergency kit with three days of food, four days of food, you know, it's kind of like whatever the space allows is how big you can make it. However, you know, based on, based on our experience of certain things like 
the fires or like an earthquake or, you know, like we need to be prepared for at least two weeks, period. Like always, always. Like that's just the bottom line. We need to be prepared always. Now, with that said, I'm not saying that, um, you know, it's like the, like have two weeks of toilet paper in your house. I imagine that everybody now from now on in their whole <laughs> life is going to like stock up on toilet paper forever, right? And paper towels and stuff. Doesn't play um, well in the studio apartment, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right, I know. It's like how, like oh, get, well, we've got to get creative. People start using it as decor. You know, it's like, let's get a rope and string our toilet paper across our living room. You know, it's like, <laughs> but how Christmas trees or toilet paper with little red dots on Exactly. Them. Like now that's what's going to happen. People are going to make their Christmas tree out of toilet paper and then just oh, like hang nice. little ornaments all over them. That would be really yeah. funny. We should do that. Um, I, will not, I will not be you on know, that train. Like, but. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I think that this, you know, no matter what, I think that this situation has taught us tremendous amount on how resilient we are, how we can make it through, and what we can do to make things maybe a little easier for ourselves. God forbid this happens again. Now, what I do want to say is is that, um, you know, we are going into our summer months. But the other mm-hmm. side of the world is getting ready to go into their winter months. So, like, Australia is just coming off of summer. So there's a really good possibility that if they don't heed what we're doing here, like, they will have a yeah. huge spike, you know, yeah. in, the, in the coronavirus. In their with winter. that said, in their winter. But now, with that said, we're going into summer. So, you know, supposedly that will curtail this for a moment, but then we have another winter after that, right? So they're expecting this to come back in the winter. We will be more prepared to deal with it at that time, but they're not expecting this to just be like, okay, like we're done. Thank you. We we made it through and hallelujah. So I just think, you know, like let's, when things get back online, buy a little extra toilet paper. When things get back online, have a little extra hand sanitizer. You know, when we can, like, get things, just have them. You know, preparedness is like insurance. It's like medical insurance or car insurance. It's just in case. And we literally, in our lifetime at this moment, we are living through history in the making. Like, we are, like, this is stuff that we will tell our grandkids about. You know what I mean? Like, our kids will tell their kids about this. So it's quite, like, it's just like 9-11, like you and I talked about yesterday. It's like the new normal from 9-11 is, is that you now know that when you go to the airport, unless you have a TSA clearance, you take your shoes off, you know? Yeah. You wear slip-on shoes. You, It's like... You don't wear, like, whatever. Like, we, it's like, we just know now. Like, yep, this is, this is how we do it. This is how we roll. Nope, you can't take bottled water on a plane anymore. You've got to buy it once you get past security. Right. It's just the way it is, you know. Well, and I and think that's no... for, well, I was just going to say that I feel like, 
the, you know, the new norm and, and how do you adjust to a new norm? And, and, you know, and I come back to like how I've had to adjust to a new norm over the last two years, you know, like I lived one way for a decade and then things changed and I had to adapt. And I feel like I'm a little more adaptable because of that situation that I can mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, this is my life now. And I did go through some of those stages that I was just, you know, half-heartedly joking about, but I was emotional and crying all day. Like, look, I could cry just saying that. But because yeah. one of the things that the new norm for me hits so hard is the human contact. And I told you yesterday that I felt a bit, which is why I want to talk about how to find help, because I had some despair about, like, what if that was your life? What if you just lived alone forever? You didn't get to go around your kids or your grandkids or the people that light you up. You can't give somebody this earnest 20-second hug that feeds all the energy fields in your body. And I was Mm -hmm. like, that doesn't sound fun to me. And I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer, but at the end of the day, it's like, people like me who are living alone, who don't have human contact, except for maybe the little interaction and FaceTime that, or, you know, Zoom that I've been doing, um, you know, how do you survive? How do you, I feed off people. Like, you know, like yeah. my, I get to fill my guy energy with my guy friends. I don't get to hang out with them anymore. Although, you know, the, the sweetest things is when they check on me because they know that I'm alone. I have my girlfriends that, you know, really right here in Ukiah that really fill me up with laughter and joy and we laugh so much or we sing whenever we're together and I don't have that to light me up and then my you know the kids light me up like that's my whole life is just like why I even live here and so I'm like what in the you know how would you survive if that was no longer your truth so how do you find hope you know how do you how do you know that all things will mend and all things will come back and you just have to hang on to that sliver of hope that and do the right thing obviously right now the the right thing is staying home staying distant not going out I mean this is the most critical time you and I know that we've talked about that and that you have to sacrifice and so with sacrifice comes great reward it's proven in time you know so anyways I talked myself off the ledge and I, you know, Good with girl. a little bit of help from I mean, I talked myself off the ledge, but there was a moment where I was like, yeah, I, I'm good. Then I've lived, I've lived a great life. I've lived a happy life as much as, you know, I've had a lot of stuff, but, and so I was at that moment and I was like, okay, Kathy, get up and turn on yoga. <laughs> you know, it's time hmm. for you to, to jump out of that. And so I wanted to share one of the yoga people that I found online. If you've never done yoga, and it's Yoga with Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-E, and she has a 30 days of yoga, and it's like one, I don't know what it is about this woman's voice or the way she teaches her yoga, but it captivated me to the point where I was doing the yoga going, oh, my God, I love this, and I've never been a yogi. Like, booty yoga is different than yoga. Uh, yoga is slow-paced, relaxed, get into your body. Booty is let it all out. You know, so there's two different, and I love booty, but I've never had the yoga practice. And now I'm on day three today, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I found something to find myself out, and in those 30 minutes, I am, like, in joy. So it's like finding right. these little ways to find the joy, which will give you the hope. Wow. And Thank it's you. only Talk 30 minutes. Oh, I know. Oh. I not say we don't have time. 
Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I was looking at Instagram the other day and I found, okay, so I don't know why I have to find him. It's um, like, I think the things that we need to do, like, are, like, we know personally, when I say we know, like, we know personally what brings us joy. And for me, laughter is one of those things. Hey, so there hey, is. Hey, hey. Okay, it's. I think his name is Liberty, the quarantine dog. Hold on, <laughs> I gotta find him. You just don't even know. You just don't even know. So basically, it's this dog that they film, and then somebody dubs over them. Okay, wait, hold on. And oh, yeah. I'm he's telling he's you, like if, did you see it? Did you find it? Liberty, the um, quarantine dog. Okay, wait, hold on. No, I'm, wait, I hold can't on, go cause on because I'm on the phone and I don't oh, have any hold on. computer. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Because where did I send? Didn't I send that? I'm pretty, okay, hold on. I'm just going to. You sent it to me in, in Messenger on Instagram. Oh, on Messenger. Okay. Anyway, the bottom line is like, okay, hold on. Let me just check and see if that's it. Liberty. Liberty. I don't know if I could spell it right. Anyway, up. Uh, Liberty. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. You guys in my life. Liberty, the quarantine dog. If I tell you peeing in my pants, crying, laughing, tears streaming down my face, because this whoever is the voice behind this dog is just telling it like it is. And I'm pretty sure my cousin sent me one the other day, and now that I think about it, I think it's the same dog because you sent me one. And she, we were both just giggling to no end. I agree with the fact that Crying. humor like, is, is yeah. one of the most enjoyable things we can do second to hugging, right? So I love that you yeah. brought that up because because I, last night, you know, I, I posted one on my page, and it's this guy arguing with Siri. <laughs> And Siri oh is God. like really like literally talking back to him about the virus, and, and because he was coughing, and it it was, you know, and he gets a, it gets a little racy, but she, and she's like a total bitch to him, and I could not stop laughing and watching it, and I was like Kathy, and so then I just shared it. I'm like, just share it, get it off your chest, but it is belly laughing funny, and and I was like, those are the those are the doses we need every day to get through this is laughter, like that's huge. So Liberty, the quarantine dog, go to my Facebook page and watch this Siri thing. Find your funny. And, you know, my friend the other day, she posted a picture last night, and she said, me leaving my friend's house in the future, and she has two toilet paper rolls stuffed in her where her chest is, you know, like her boobs. (laughs) Oh, my God, I was dying laughing so hard. I'm like, right? Like the new norm is how do I sneak toilet paper out of other people's houses? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. You know, it's like, we do have to remember that we are all in this together. Like, and we have to remember we're all in it together, but we are all processing it personally. Like, you know what I mean? So, right, right. And we have to honor like all of our feelings and and what what it really feels like. You know, yesterday I think I shared with you that I, I I'm, you know, like I've been blessed to be able to go into my warehouse and work and do a little bit of, you know, sending out kits that people are ordering and stuff. And um, come on. Oh, 
Sorry, my dog wasn't. And um, yesterday I didn't do that. And so yesterday was, I feel like, one of the first days of, like, staying inside for me. And it was like, whoa, like, this is heavy, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, and there are a lot of people who are like you're, you know, you're an essential worker. I'm an essential worker. So I get up every morning like normal. I do my coffee my morning, and then I go to work for, you know, I'm trying to work six hours a day at the most. But I've been working like last night. I worked eight hours yesterday, and I find that um, that isn't much different for me than what I've been doing, except for I was working longer days because of the the deadline of tax season, but now that it's been extended, like I'm just kind of going, okay, I have enough work for sure for the next 10 days. And then maybe I will be sheltering in place and not going out, but, but I can go to work. So for me, it's not as heavy as for people who are literally sitting at home and never leaving their house, except to go to the grocery store, which, you know, is a whole nother conversation. Grocery scores, that scare me. I understand that, and uh, and they scare me too. And yesterday, I I like literally like I would you know we have a new Trader Joe's um, around the corner from our house, and um, the line was two blocks long to get in. And I'm just like, God, come on, like can't we, you know, can't we deal with this? No, we, it, it is, like, again, a new norm. And it's important to have the six-foot distance if we're actually doing this correctly. So I found the most incredible solution, and maybe some people are against this, but I placed an order on for up here. We have Rayleigh's online, and I placed an order Saturday morning for the things I thought I would need this week, and I went Monday afternoon and picked it up behind Rayleigh's, just me and the person, and uh, it was an incredible experience because I didn't have to go in the store. Everything I wanted was in the bag. I had paid for it already. I exchanged no money. And I thought, this is the way I will shop. It's probably the way I'm going to shop forever because I already wasn't a grocery store girl. Like, I'm, you know, like I ate out a lot and I realized how much I ate out when I'm like, I have so much money in my bank account. <laughs> Not so much money, but you know what I mean? Like I usually probably spent a hundred dollars a week on food eating out because I live alone and it didn't matter. Right. Um, I get it. Better. I know. Yeah. So anyway, okay. so I just okay. want to, you know, offer some of those situations to people that, you don't have to go to the grocery store if you have the local online shopping and you can forecast, like you said, what you need and and just be like, I'm going to go to the store. Because the thing about going and shopping for a month is if you live alone, you're not going to eat all that food. And number two, the fresh produce and the fresh fruit is what I want, you know. And so then you have to go to the store weekly to have those or they go bad in your fridge. So this is a good way to, you know, order your your fruit and order your bananas and or, order your lettuce and stuff, and then they just bring it out to you. And I was like, I eliminated an hour of stress that I had the last time I went to the store. I was like, I don't think I'm coming back to a grocery store. I really don't. No. Yeah. It's a lot. Anyway. You know, I mean, yeah. it really is. Um, but and, so I urge know, people like, to we use also, that online service. Yeah. If they yes. Have and there's Instacart. And uh, ironically, though, the, the interesting thing is, is that if you go into the, at least down here, um, if you go to the market here, we have so much produce. Like, it's not, 
like there is no shortage, you know, like there is no shortage. (laughs) The only shortage is, is the people because so many people are freaking lined up outside. Like you can't get the shelves stocked fast enough. And um, like all of the markets are hiring so that they can get people in to try to, you know, get, um, get people in so that they can stock the shelves. So it's really, it's about, you know, like, yeah, it's about like, like you said, the new norm is, is this and how do we adapt and keep a smile on our face and, you know, keep spreading the love and the joy because that's really what keeps this world going. And I think also there's a lot, like all the late night guys are doing like the most hilarious shows and they're interviewing people all over the country in, in, from their homes and they're making it work. The news people are working from home. They're interviewing. You know, it's like to me, I'm like, in two short weeks, we actually have adapted quite well. Because mm-hmm. for me, and it's only been since March 17th. It was when, I, when our uh, in-place order came. Right. Well, here's the other thing. What this looks like now is not going to look like it six months from now. You know what I mean? Like, we will have another new normal. Like, certain things will be, you know, like the new normal might be that, and I don't know, I have no idea, right? The new normal might be that now everybody just wears a mask when they go into the market. Like, that's just what they do, but there's no lines outside the market, right? You know, it's like we talked yeah. about the 9-11, and, you know, it's like there, there were so many restrictions when 9/11 and happened. I like the idea of like going through the line because I have a hard time putting my stuff on the um, little conveyor belt now. And I was thinking, but if you self check out, you're handling everything yourself. You're bagging everything. You're doing all of that, and then they just have the people like at the end of the self checkouts to help if some you know there's an issue. And I thought that's because re- like at all our supermarkets now they've put up glass plates. In Ukiah, mm-hmm. that was like really quickly happened and I walked in and I was like oh my god that protects everybody like that's so good but I I don't know what they can do about the conveyor belt because people sit there you touch them you you know like it is what it is it's getting on your groceries and stuff so I don't want to talk too much about it but yeah grocery store shopping very stressful (laughs) good luck out there well (laughs) there's like a lot though you know it's like if you really stop and break it down it's like everything in the world that you touch like the gas the gas nozzle and, you know, to put gas in your car and just, I mean, you name it. So it's just like, let's just be a little bit more diligent with wiping things down. And, you know, if you are, if you are lucky enough that you can, you know, stay at home, stay at home and work. If you have to go into an office, do your social distancing in your office too. Like six, like my warehouse, like I, I, share a warehouse with people so my whole area is totally blocked off like totally blocked off however (laughs) do not cross the line don't cross the line but like where I am like there's also like offices like I'm in the big warehouse area but there's offices so and that's like where the bathroom is and that's where the copier is and so I had to go in there and like these two people were literally like just talking normally. And I'm like, Hey, you guys, six feet. And they're like, Oh, you can't do six feet here in this office. And I'm like, the fuck you can't like, yeah, you can't just separate. Like it was just so odd. You know what I mean? It's like, so 
Yes, We're you so can. Yes, you I, can. I totally we are that girl. I'm like that girl. I had to go into a client's office, and um, these guys needed, like, their payroll. They're like, they, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, like, they started following me, and I turned around, and I looked at them, and I said, I'm practicing social distance, so like six feet, guys, and they were just like, and they like backed up, you know, and, they, and then the guy turns around, and he looks at his phone, he goes, he's practicing six feet, man, move back, you know. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I was dying, but People I was like, just... again, boundaries, you know, it's like you have to really, right. like, if I'm practicing six feet, I want everyone to practice six feet, like, unless you're in my unit, like, please, because this is how we're going to stop this and get life back to normal. And the sooner life gets back to normal for me, the better. Uh, I mean, yeah. Whew. But that is I'm, for I'm, It'll be interesting to see how I feel next week when we do the show. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to be Kathy's emotional stability. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, to be continued. Uh, it'll take her date. Uh, okay, so let's talk about hope. I want, I'm looking for um, something that says hope is important because it can make the present moment less difficult to bear. If we believe that tomorrow will be better, we can bear a hardship today. Not home. I like that. I love that. Yeah. We have to believe, too. And, you know, on that spiritual level, like we all, this, this is something we all signed up for. Coming in, you know, this conflict, oh, like we, there's this conflict that we got to figure out, right? But what does it teach you? You know what I mean? Like, I think that, I think, I think we as humanity, which gives me hope, a changed humanity, you know, like we're going to know, like we, there's so much compassion for other people right now and understanding. And I just yeah. think it, you know, this might be. Right? Like this, this is a game changer in a good way as well. You know, yes, we might be, now we have to go to the market and wear gloves and a face mask, you know, like, but, but I think that there are so many good things that people are doing, you know, for other people. I mean, just look at like the news and it's like, there's always these good feeling stories. Like I saw this one this morning, it was like this little girl and this grandpa, and they had a dance off across the street from each other. Like the little girl was dancing and then the grandpa, like, like she did some dances and then he, she stopped and then he danced. Like, come on people. Come on. Like that that was, yeah, I love seeing that all, there's a lot of people that are going to people, driving to people's houses and they're seeing each other from their front door to their car and they're waving and saying hi and spreading the love. And that's what we really have to do is like, just keep trying to spread the love the best we can with the limitations that we have. You know, try to be positive. Try to be funny. You know, I don't have to try. I just am. Just kidding. <laughs> but um, just I don't even don't... know why that came out of my mouth. That's so funny. You can see, like, in 30 minutes, I've already laughed, cried, gotten spiritual. Like, I am a hot mess. That is hilarious. <laughs> We we all have to hang in there. We all just have to keep the faith, and we all have to know that we are all in this together and that, you know, this is a beautiful it, – it can be a beautiful moment as well as one that sucks. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not saying it doesn't suck, but, but there is so much that can come out of it if we allow ourselves to go there. And yeah, and I just don't think that you're the only show. one. 
Yeah, well, I mean, there's no way you could. But I, I guess if you're a narcissist. But anyways, other show. Well, uh, I just want that's to another give show. a shout out. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to all of the moms out there. Because they're homeschooling, they're staying home. And I know that in some instances, like, you know, there's a lot of dads that still get to go to work, you know, and construction, some essential businesses, you know. Um, and I'm, I have some of my mom friends who are sometimes losing it and sometimes, like, giving themselves a pat on the back because something actually worked. And I just want to say for the homeschool people, moms or dads, that are out there, you know, having to tend to children right now, that I think that you have a really big, important job and make it fun and don't worry about the mess and just, like, let this be a time where they come back and remember, like, remember the time school closed down? Yeah, that was so fun. I just want to share a quick story I probably shouldn't share, but I called Colodro yesterday because he has his own phone, and it was, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and, and he answers the phone really quiet, and he's all, Kiki, why are you calling me right now? You can't call me right now. And I'm like, why? He's on Dungeon hunting. And he said it, like, so matter of he's fact. He's what? I'm like, he's pigeon hunting. I didn't know what you said. Like, he said oh, pigeon hunting. He's like, I'm pigeon okay. hunting, not now. And he's like nine, you know, and I'm like, okay, sorry. And then he called me back and he's like, four o'clock, Kiki, I go pigeon hunting. And I was like dying of laughter because the fact is he lived on a 65-acre ranch. And I thought how awesome that he has this wonderland to just roam free on, whether he's, you know, he's not really hunting, but he thinks he is. And it's like... <laughs> Right. There's no pigeons up on my ranch. That's the thing. There are no pigeons, okay? Yeah. Just, you know, for all the people that listen to us, like the animal rights people, like nobody, no yeah. pigeons were, were harmed no, no, in the no, no. filming there of this no conversation. You might run into a, a brown bear, a, a, a mountain lion, or a wild pig, or even there's been several wild ponies running around out there, but there are no pigeons. But he thinks he's pigeon hunting, which, okay, I don't, you know, who knows where he got that from. And I just thought it was the cutest freaking thing that he was so matter of fact. Like, it didn't matter that he hasn't talked to me in three weeks, you know, he's like, go <laughs> in his own world. Oh, yeah, so like, I love what that. the heck? Oh, my God. Right, well, listen, Anyways, okay. I, we're just sending love to all of you. We love you so much. Hang in there. We know it's not easy, but we're just hoping that we can bring you some, some beautiful joy and laughter. You know, yeah, joy and laughter. And look up Liberty, the quarantine dog, because you literally will okay. be in your pants. If I have a card in my hand, so if anybody is wanting, has a burning desire and they're thinking in their heart, like right now, a question about anything in your future or what's going on with you presently, the card that I picked for you is called Helpful People. And what that means is like being able to accept help from people. And a lot of times we, you know, if you're that kind of person, you're like, I don't, I, I can do this on my own. But it means that you, you may find yourself needing to do some networking, make time to branch out in order to create the personal or career connections necessary to be happy and successful. In other words, remember that there's people out there that can help you in your life. And don't be afraid right now to reach out and just, you know, get a cyber hug from somebody who lights you up because I think that's really important. And you can also be that helpful person. 10-4, babe. Love you, everybody. All Have right. a beautiful rest Happy of your day. week, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. Yep, yeah. back next week. Bye. Bye.
Aloha.